Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Get in tune with the sun, moon, and stars. This is Astrology with Yasmin. Hey everybody, it's Yasmin Boland here with another installment of Astrology with Yasmin, which is my weekly radio show that goes out every week at this time on unityonlineradio.org and as a podcast and as a Facebook Live. And basically it's one hour that I love to do when I look at the astrology for the week ahead uh, and I could almost say more importantly, um, hopefully I get to speak to you guys and have a look at your chart or do you a card reading and so on. So if you are calling from the States, it's easy. If you're calling from anywhere else, it's a bit more complicated. But from the States, you just dial 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. The number is in the description if you're watching on Facebook. And uh, I believe if you're not in the States, so if you're in the UK, for example, you would dial 001 and then 816-251-3555. So 001-816-251-3555. And, uh, yeah, so this is actually the first show I've done for, I mean, it's got to be at least two months uh, because, first of all, I went on holidays, which was rather lovely, and um, and then, of course, I came back and I got the dreaded COVID, ah, which was horrible. I'm feeling much better, and I'd like to thank everybody who sent me healing because I truly believe it helped. And, um, yeah, no, it was a complete nightmare. I could barely breathe at one point. I think I was pretty close to going to hospital and uh, and I am double vaccinated, just for the record. So had I not been vaccinated, presumably I'd be six feet under by now. Um, so there you go. Nightmare. Um, but nightmare over. I'm actually feeling much, much better. And, uh, and as I said the other day somewhere, um, last night I decided to give myself a, a card, which sometimes I go through phases of I do oracle cards for myself every day and sometimes I just do them every now and then and right now I'm in an every now and then phase and um, I thought I'm going to do a card for myself and I did it, I was actually, uh, I did it on my phone because I've got my Moonology cards, my first deck, I've got them as an app on my phone. These are my first cards for those of you who don't know them or who don't know they're from me. They're the Moonology cards. And uh, so I did it. And I just like to say I take Oracle cards really seriously and I strongly recommend that anybody who uses them takes them really seriously. And so 
having had having like I, I basically was out of action I think for three or four weeks couldn't really tell you exactly time all kind of melded into one um I'm just trying to find the card that I got for those of you who are watching on Facebook you'll be able to see it uh let's see if I can quickly find it so I thought okay what's the card going to tell me now we'll see what the universe is trying to tell me and it, you know even the fact that I decided to do a card is significant because you know you only end up doing a card um when you need to do a card okay I can't find the card for some weird reason I don't know so um, I think there are a couple of cards that were stuck together when I was shuffling through but basically the long and it is a radio show so not everyone can see anyway but um the long and the short of it is the card I got was the new moon in Aries card now a new moon is obviously always the beginning and uh, Aries, as you may or may not know, is the first sign of the zodiac. So the new moon in Aries is actually the first card in the deck. So it's a new moon in the first sign of the zodiac. So as you can imagine, it's a very much a um, an energy of beginnings. And the card is actually, I can't find the card. That's a bit strange. I know here it is. There you go. I actually, maybe I did it on the cards and not the app. And the card is here. That's, you can see it if you're watching on Facebook. It's time to take action, the new moon in Aries card. So it's the new moon, which is beginnings, and Aries, which is beginnings, because it's the first sign of the zodiac. And, you know, basically as a card reading was, it's time for you to get back into life. And I thought, okay, well, that sounds like good advice. Because I've kind of, I've been very nervous about getting back too much, you know, doing too much too soon. Everybody sort of said, you know, you've got to go really slowly. Don't over push yourself. But actually on, I won't talk about this forever. I'll just give you just on like on Saturday, I was actually thinking, oh, I'm getting a bit bored now. I've just been sitting on the couch watching TV for three weeks as I've got better. Like initially I was probably sleeping about 23 hours a day. And, um, so I thought the fact that I'm getting bored is quite good. And then getting this card yesterday, it's time to take action. I thought, great. Okay. So I knew that I could come back here. I've started working on my diary edit that I'm doing for the 2023 diary. And, uh, and here we are. So there we go. All right. So we've already got a couple of people on the line, but I did notice someone on Facebook was saying, can I have the number again? So it's if you're in the States, it's 816-251-3555. 816-251-3555. And if you're calling from the UK, it's 001-816-251-3555. So 001-816-251-3555. And if you happen to be calling from Australia, which I don't think many people will be because it's about two o'clock in the morning in, uh, in Australia at the moment. Um, but if you're up late, you've got a good plan on your phone plan. No call, excuse me. It'll be 0011-816-251-3555. Now, you're just going to have to bear with me for one second because I've just realised, oh, dear, my phone might be about to die, which is not good. Um, so if you're on Facebook and my phone cuts out, there's nothing I can do about it. I don't seem to have a, a cord for it, which is really annoying and unusual hang on I might just sorry guys just let me try and find the cord here's a cord this might work my beloved husband who's our technical director is next door meeting the builders because we are still renovating you may or may not know 
Has that worked? Hopefully that's worked. Don't know if it's worked or not. Uh, oh, God, it's all so stressful. Back into real life before you know it. Um, I don't even know what that's connected to. Seems to be okay. Anyway, who knows? Facebook, if you if I disappear all of a sudden, just go to www.unityonlineradio.org. All right, so um, Louis, heads up. I would love to start by taking a call. So let me speak to Carla, who's on line one, please. Are you there, Miss Carla? Yes, I am. Hello, how are you? I am well, how are you? I'm much, much better, thank you very much. Have you had sure. COVID? I did, um, almost a year ago. A year ago? And how, how were you with it? Uh, very similar to you, I think. It took me a good, I would say, six weeks before I said I was back to normal. Right. Interesting, because actually a friend of mine, um, she said that it took her two months to, to the time when she sort of spontaneously said to her husband, oh, I feel like going for a run. So it took her two months to get to that phase. So, you know, sounds about right. Well, I've only, I, I don't know, I have to do my calculations. I've either had three or four weeks of it. But anyway, Carla, I've done your chart here. Are you in North Dakota? Um, I was born there. Born I am no longer there. Right. I'm in Wisconsin. <laughs> Where are you now? Wisconsin. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. All right. So, um, you like the cold places. They both seem to be quite cold places. Yes. Change of seasons. What's that? Change of seasons. Change of seasons, right. You know, if I lived in the States, I would go straight to California just for that endless summer. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. So, Carla, what would you like to know about today? What's going on and how can I help you? Um, so, with Mercury Retrograde, um, I have, for whatever reason, the last 24, 36 hours, just all of a sudden had extreme anxiety over this retrograde. Um, I have misplaced my uh, Mercury Retrograde book. I was planning on reading it today. Um, and I'm yes, that would be a good thing. Let me see if I can find Keep talking. Um, so I am just all of a sudden trying to understand why I am feeling this way. Why are you freaking out? Well, sorry, I'm sure that has been bad sound for a second. But, okay, so basically it's kind of personal <laughs> for you, this one, Carla. Um, sorry, guys, I'm just getting all set up. I'm, I'm not as set up as I thought I was. I'm about to, my phone's about to die, so if I don't, oh, gosh. Sorry, guys. I will, I'll find my radio feet again very soon. I'm just quickly changing things here. All right, so um, basically what's going on for you, Carla, is that, um, it's in a really super-duper personal point of your chart, okay? 
So does that mean it's going to be really bad? No, it doesn't mean it's going to be really bad. But you will feel it. You will definitely feel it. Okay. So um, it's actually on your career line, on your MC. So tell me what's going on for you work-wise. Is there anything happening there? Uh, work is, like so many other companies, short-staffed. And I am very busy. Um, I could have got called in to work today, um, and I I told them no. I I I need a I need a day off. Um, and because you've it, been stressed. Yes, and it's a good. I mean, I'm working twelve twelve hour days, at least five days a week. Right. Oh gosh, that's a lot. What do you do? Um, I am a manager in a in a, a veterinary company. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so basically, Carla, there's a couple of things to say. First of all is, you know, don't let Mercury retrograde freak you out. I'm just showing Facebook a copy of my Mercury retrograde book. Find the book. Find the book and look up the 11th house because it's retrograding in your 11th house. So, mm -hmm. in fact, the, the problem is it's going over your MC and that's obviously stressing you out because you can feel the energies, okay? But um, it doesn't have to be a bad thing. Mercury retrograde really doesn't have to be a bad thing. I'm sure you know that by now if you've got the book. So I would – the best thing that you can do really to try and work out the energies of this retrograde, given the fact that you're Sagittarius rising – and therefore the Mercury retrograde is taking place in your uh, 11th house, is to go back and think about some old wishes that you used to have, dreams that maybe you've forgotten about, things that old, old dreams and wishes and hopes that you can get back in touch with, okay? And also to have a think about um, – old friends that you'd like to get it back in touch with. They would be that would be two really good ways to work out the energy. Because basically what it is with astrology is that as Robert Hand, who's probably the most famous astrologer in the world in astrology circles, said, you know, no transit dooms you. Like there are some transits that most people will experience as quite tough. And there are some transits that most people will experience as quite positive. Okay. But no transit is just bloody awful, full stop. And certainly Mercury retrograde is not an awful, awful, you know, terrible thing. And, and in fact, that is why I wrote my book, The Mercury Retrograde Book, because I really wanted to get that message across because Mercury retrograde kind of, it's a bit like the full moon. Mercury retrograde gets blamed for everything, you know, and it's not like that. It's actually a chance to rethink, revise, revamp, revisit, you know, renew. So think in your life, especially think about your career and what you do in terms of what the world recognises you for doing. Think about what, how can I redo that? How do I want to redo that? If You know, what would it look like if I could? Um, yeah, and it's also a time for you to have a, another think about your friends and social networks and your hopes and dreams, as I said. The upside is you're able to acquire new insights into who your friends really are. Now, that can be a mixed blessing sometimes. Sometimes you're like, oh, I thought you were my friend and you're not actually. 
But are they a good influence? Um, the downside of this cycle is there could be some friendships which suffer unless you stay in good humour. Accept that some of your hopes and dreams are changing. Do you just need a new approach to make them come true? So, you know, a very good time to reconnect with old friends. Sort out a misunderstanding with a friend if you've fallen out with someone. Recapture or redefine a dream. Research networks that will help your goals and spend time alone to rediscover yourself. And there it, there it is. So what do you make of all that, Miss Carla? Um, it was reassuring to understand that a little bit better, yes. Yeah. Well, find, find the book and read it. Um, it will become clearer. So think about what are my old dreams that I've just let go or who's an old friend that I really need to sort things out with or I want to get back in touch with, okay? I'm going to draw you a card, okay. all right? Do you want a card? Yes, I would love a card. All right, okay. So, oh, I'm taking it from my new deck because it will give you, oh, it will give you a... Um, a little bit of instruction. So you actually got the go wild card. Well, apart from anything else, to me that supports your decision to take the day off because, you know, it's saying just yeah. do what the heck you want. So that's quite good that you're sort of looking after yourself. Yeah, basically what it says is don't try and control everything, throw everything up in the air, see where it lands, go a little wild and um, have fun, have fun. Okay. So it's quite a lot of information for you to take in, but you can always listen back on, on, the, on the podcast or whatever and, uh, you know, just let it all sink in. There's quite a lot of information. I, I feel that information was all really relevant to you, Carla. So uh, now let's see what you make of it all and what you do with it all. That sounds good. All right. All right. All right. Thank well, let's leave so it there much. then, young lady. Thank you for calling in. All right. Continue to heal. Okay. I don't know what she said, but nice to talk to you anyway, Carla. So there you go. So while I'm thinking of it, I actually had to – one of the reasons why I got up and made all that noise is because I had to get my Mercury Retrograde book out of the cupboard. So let us have a look in this magical book, which I co-wrote with a wonderful astrologer called Kim Farnell um, a couple of years ago. It's actually a really good book. It's quite popular as well because it's one of the few of its kind. So let's have a look here. Well, basically, I came up with the idea for this book because I wanted to um, look at the positive side of Mercury Retrograde because Mercury Retrograde gets such a bad rap, correct? And so every chapter, for example, I'm about to read this to you, the upside of Mercury retrograde in Libra, because Mercury this time around is going backwards in the sign of Libra. Now, you might think, oh, well, that doesn't affect me then because I'm a Cancerian or whatever, but it affects everybody in different ways. So it will, it will hit your chart in different ways. So, for example, Carla was Sagittarius rising, so it's taking place in her 11th house. If you're Sag rising, it's taking place in your 11th house, which is what I kind of read out to her. So here we go. The upside of Mercury retrograde in Libra. And by the way, if you are hoping to reunite with a lost love, this is your time. So here we go. The plus side of Mercury retrograde in 
Libra, is definitely that old loves can come back into your life if that's what you're pining for. Okay, sorry, I've just, just give me one second here. Okay, old loves can come back into your life if that's what you're pining for. This, this can be for reconciliation or for closure, okay? By the same token, if you really want to revive an old love affair, don't wait for a chance meeting with your ex. If Mercury is retrograde in Libra, the skies totally support you in getting back in touch. That said, there are no guarantees, but it's worth a try. Libra is the sign most associated with fairness and justice. When Mercury is retrograde here, you may get a chance to right wrongs, yay, or perhaps get things done equitably to start with. Also, old grievances and general relationship issues can come to the surface at this time too, and that's because Libra is the sign of relationships. And we all have Libra in our chart somewhere. This can be positive, however, as it allows you to address problems you've been refusing to acknowledge and sort them out within a relationship. So that's darn good news. So there's always a positive side to Mercury retrograde. It gets a bad rap. Like I said, it's why I wrote this book. It's very likely going to be easier and more productive to have that difficult discussion with someone rather than avoid it. So if you're putting off a difficult discussion with someone, don't. Just go in for it. In fact, the discussion might not be necessary if you listen to what your loved one has to say. By resolving differences and mending ties, you can strengthen your relationships. Five things to do when Mercury is retrograde in Libra. So number one, and this is over the next few weeks, okay? Address old problems with loved ones and be extra patient with them, okay? Number two, Look up your ex or a friend or relative, um, especially one you fell out with, and make peace. Libra loves to make peace. Forgive yourself for your past mistakes, especially those related to love or money. So you can do that for the whole of the period and especially focus at the time of the full moon while Mercury is retrograde in Libra. Renegotiate the terms of a personal or professional partnership. Nip relationship problems in the bud. Now, I've said that there's always an upside to Mercury retrograde. Um, but, you know, Mercury still is the trickster of the zodiac and there still are things to watch out for. So here are some things to watch out for. Watch out for a general sense that the world is out of balance because that can lead to misunderstandings and communications going wrong, especially in close relationships. It might be a misinterpretation of a few words or a disagreement about a large issue. But somehow, if you're not seeing eye to eye with someone, just be careful because that could be a very sort of Mercury retrograde kind of thing. Um, a little patience can make all the difference. Don't become heavily invested in decision-making. If you feel your input isn't being heard or valued, remember that the scales will likely tip in your favour before all the weighing is done, okay? Trying to keep the peace can push you into going along with whoever is around, whether you think they are right or not, which can lead others to mistrust your judgment. So don't just go along with the pack and just because you want to keep the peace. 
Try to see things from someone else's perspective. You'll find it much easier to make the right decisions. People are likely to dither more than usual now, including you. You could be dithering. But perhaps some decisions don't need to be made immediately. Well, some do and some don't. If a relationship needs an overhaul, this is a great time for it. Tempting though it may be to go it alone, you'll feel much more fulfilled if you join forces with someone else. So basically, it's a really, really good time to work on all your most important one-to-one relationships. And uh, we're going to have a break in a couple of minutes. But when we get back from the break, I'm going to go through where Mercury is retrograde for everybody. So if you Know your rising sign. I'm going to ask you to listen to your rising sign. I'll explain why. And if you don't know your rising sign, we're going to have a break in a minute. So I would suggest you hop over to moonmessages.com forward slash free chart. Okay, moonmessages.com forward slash free chart and find out your rising sign. And then after the break, I will let you know where in your chart uh the um the retrograde is taking place depending on what your rising sign is all right so there we go nice to be back here um i'll just give you the number again to call we do have a few people waiting on the line but just in case somebody else you'd like to join the queue 816-251-3555 is the number The moon is in Gemini today, so it's a really good day to be chatting away and uh, I'm looking forward to speaking to you. I will attempt to stay on the line when we go to the break on Facebook, but my phone is super low on battery. So if this feed disappears, I will come back on another feed. I will find a call that's going to help me get through the next uh, half an hour. So, yeah, there we go. That's what we're going to be doing. We'll be talking about uh, Mercury retrograde in the sign of Libra and what it means for you, and I will be taking your calls as well. See you after the break. Um, Yeah, that's about it. So nice being back here, and it's so nice reading your comments on Facebook. If you're not on Facebook with me, it would be a great thing to – hop on. You can find me on Facebook at uh, Yasmin Boland. Just look me up there, Yasmin Boland. And uh, I will be taking your calls. All right, we've got 30 seconds left before we go to the break. So I'm just going to do one little chart offering up everything else that happens in the show today to the divine. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Find out what's happening in the skies. Welcome back to Astrology with Yasmin. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity. 
the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on Positive Prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open Positive Prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm not quite sure. Louis at, uh, in uh, Unity, I think the big time clock is different to your clock right now because you uh, played the music to take me into the break uh, about 30 seconds before I expected it and then we came on a bit later. So I don't know what we can do about that, but it may make the end of this show a little bit messy, everyone. Nobody, nobody freak out. So I'm going to tell you about where Mercury retrograde is in your chart in a minute. I'm going to tell you, depending on your rising sign, hopefully you've found your rising sign. Um, but first, I'm actually going to take a call because I'm quite fascinated. There's Emma in France. Um, what is she? What line is she on? Emma is on line five. So um, hello, Emma. Hi, hello, hello. Good evening. Hi. Hi, Emma. So Hello. where are you where are you in France? Well, I was born in France, but I'm currently working and living in Luxembourg. Oh wow, very fancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how how many languages do you speak? Oh, French and English. That's it. Okay. We where were you born in France from so I can do your chart? Just uh, close to Paris. Should I give you the exact town? No, no, Paris will be fine. Okay. All right. Okay. So what would you like to know about today, Emma? What would uh, you like to know? Yes, I was wondering about my career because I've, I've been feeling stuck for the past couple of years. Although my salary is okay, uh, I don't feel any motivation for my work anymore, and I'm not even sure if I should actually stay in the corporate world. And I was just wondering if you maybe could advise me on the next step to take or maybe a big change or I don't know, something a bit more creative. I, I don't know. I'm just, uh, I have lost uh, my motivation, basically. So I'm just in a kind of routine because the salary is fine, but uh, that's it. And I don't think that's a good uh, way of just... Uh, Seeing and enjoying your life, just being stuck in a job that you don't really like. So, yes, what that's the reason do, why Emma? I'm starting today. Sorry? What do you do? What's your line oh, of I'm, work? I am an executive assistant, but it has nothing to do with my training because I have a master's degree in art and visual culture. But for some reason, I don't know, well, it happened that I ended up as an executive assistant in a big company because. Well, it just happened, and um, what's, your, what's I say, your master's in? In art and visual culture. Oh my god! Okay. Yeah, it has nothing to do with what I'm currently doing right now. Mm. Yeah. Well, the first thing I see when I see your chart, Emma, is that you are a one, two, three, four. So how do you say five? You're a five times. Is it quintuple? Five times Virgo. So you've mm -hmm. got. Venus, Mercury, the Sun, Saturn, the North Node, all in Virgo. Mm -hmm. So, okay. I mean, on the one hand, 
it probably makes you a brilliant executive assistant because yes. Virgo energy, for one thing, Virgo doesn't really care that much about being centre of attention. It just wants to help. So, you know, mm -hmm. being someone's executive assistant means whoever's assistant you are is a very lucky person because um, <laughs> I'm sure you do an amazing job because you are basically here to help. So on the yeah. one hand, it suits you from that point of view. On the other mm -hmm. hand, if you're feeling a bit stale, you know, and obviously you mm -hmm. must have a passion for art if you've done an MA in art. Um, yeah. Would you ever think about publishing, working in the publishing world, using what you know about helping people and art and culture? <coughs> because the publishing world would really suit you. Is that something that appeals to you at all? You mean on the writing side? Well, I don't know. Or making, maybe working in a publishers or in the writing yeah. side. If you like, do you like to write or you don't like to write? Yeah. Or? But it's funny that you mentioned that because a few, it was 10 years ago, uh, I was working, I worked uh, for two years in a magazine and I loved this job very much. I was editorial assistant for a couple of years for a maternity cover. I love this job, but there were no possibility actually to uh, have a permanent contract because it was just a replacement. And at the, well, at the end of my uh, contract, I really had a bad experience with the team for some reason. And uh, after that, I was so disappointed that um, because I really wanted this, um, I really wanted to, I mean, to stay in that position. And, well, it didn't work out, even though, uh, well, I was very disappointed. I don't want to go into details. but And I think after that, it kind of broke something in me. So I felt like, well, maybe it's not the place for me. I don't know. And I just ended up doing something completely different. But this position, I remember, I really, really loved it. And because it didn't end well, after that, I kind of, you know, let it go. So. Okay. Well, maybe it's time to sort of look at how you can heal that, heal what happened, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so that you can actually do something that you really love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I think that's a good direction for you to go. Would you like a card, Emma? Oh, yes. Yes, that would be great. And also, remember, publishing isn't just magazines and newspapers now. It's also the internet. Yeah. Know? Yeah, that's true, yeah. Plenty of big companies offering proper jobs on the internet these days. Plus, there's books. Mm -hmm. Sorry? You know. Plus, there's books, book publishing. Oh, interesting. I love books. Yeah. <laughs> and you're not the first person telling me that, actually. That's very funny. You've got okay. a very, very good chart for it. Um, the other thing is actually just looking at your chart as well. You do have the south node um, going to leave your career zone quite soon. Just give me a second to tell you exactly when. It's not in the next week, but it's in the next few months. And okay. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah, so basically around about the start of next year. Mm -hmm. um, and that's going to be, it's going to make your career easier. So, you know, on the one hand, I do think, you know, it is worth saying, well, you should be really 
you're lucky you've got a job because so many people don't have a job after this pandemic yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. On the other hand, it doesn't mean you have to settle forever. But mm -hmm. Maybe by the end yeah. of the next year, you'll be, to, you'll be able to, you'll have been able to heal some of the issues, and you'll be mm -hmm. able to um, maybe go into something that you love a bit more. I think it could be okay. good. All right. Oh, interesting. Your card is really interesting, Emma. So you yeah. got the first quarter moon in Scorpio card. I'm using my new um, moonology manifestation deck. So it basically tells you how mm -hmm. to uh, how to manifest. So this mm -hmm. card comes with the message, release your blocks. Okay, release mm -hmm. your blocks. How do you say that in mm -hmm. French? Uh, um, um, oui, uh, toi de tes blocages, de tes blocs. Uh, voilà, enfin. Yeah. Do, does that make sense? Yeah. Do, do you speak French? Yes? Yes. Mon mari est ah. français. Ah, d'accord, d'accord, je comprends mieux. Oui, uh, en gros, oui, uh, débarrasse-toi de tes, de tes blocages. Yeah, okay, well, do that, honey bunch. Now, okay. I'm just going to read you. I'm going to read you from the book, okay? So this is an yeah. interesting card to have come up, Emma, because you were saying you had this bad experience at the end of a job yeah. that you really loved, and oh, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it kind of obviously caused a block, and then you've ended up doing something that mm -hmm. you don't really love, and you've moved away yeah. from something you really loved. So you need Absolutely. to release those blocks. So, mm -hmm. but it's not going to be like just something you can do on a Tuesday afternoon in five seconds. When it comes to pushing <laughs> okay. through your fears and any other mm -hmm. negative feelings, you're going to yeah. have to dig deeper. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself because fear blocks us. Make time mm -hmm. to clear any toxic feelings around you. Now, that would include forgiving whoever upset you back in the old job. Don't let pride mm -hmm. stop you from showing how dearly you want something. It's okay mm -hmm. to be vulnerable if you know the people you're dealing with are trustworthy. If mm -hmm. you um, think about others as much as you think about yourself, and that's actually important for you because you're um, being so Virgo, it's very easy for you just to think about others all the time. So manifesting mix. There's light and shade in your situation and you need to embrace it. Don't get stuck on one idea and mm -hmm. um, and refuse to budge. So um, if you want to do a little manifesting ritual, which all my yeah. cards from the manifestation deck have a little ritual, so here we go. So your mm -hmm. sacral chakra, that's Svadhisthana, is all about mm -hmm. emotions and feelings. It's located just below your navel and mm -hmm. uh, it's bright orange in colour. Think of the okay. way that water flows, and that's how this chakra can help your feelings to flow now. So imagine yourself mm -hmm. bathing in a beautiful column of warming orange light, okay? Mm -hmm. And then just say, you don't have to do it right now, do it after, and then just say, mm -hmm. I am releasing any energetic debris so I can fulfill my potential. So It's just about clearing out whatever happened to you so that you can yeah. start to move back into something that you can love. Good. Oh, thank you so much. I have a quick question. Does that entail going back to school or am I done with studying at university? 
Um, well, let's have a quick look. You could actually go back to study if you wanted to. Um, okay. But I'll tell you, not right now. Mm -hmm. maybe, you, maybe you'll get an entry-level job and you'll study so that you can go higher. Um, mm -hmm. 2023, it's good for you to go back to study. Okay. Okay, so now I should uh, stay in my current job until I decide to just uh, move on with my um, my new career, I yeah. guess, right? Because I was maybe thinking, you, I was thinking, maybe you go in sideways. Maybe you get a, a an executive assistant job in a publishing company, and yeah. then do yeah. the study, the and then go mm -hmm. up through the ranks. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Great, thank you so much. It's very helpful. You are so welcome. And, thank you for calling. Thank you. Do you do one-on-one -on -one consultation or no? No, all I do okay. right now is this radio show. I just don't have time. Okay. I just don't have time. Okay, okay. Oh, take, I understand. Take hours, hours. <laughs> okay. But thank you so much for your help. Thank you very much. You are so welcome. Merci. Bonne journée. Thanks, Emma. All right. So I said before um, we went to the break that I would tell you where Mercury is going backwards for you um, now in the sign of Libra. Okay. And again, I'm going to give my little book a little plug here, the Mercury Retrograde Book. If you go to mercuryretrogradebook.com, you'll find the book and you actually get a whole lot of bonuses that help you understand Mercury Retrograde if you buy the book from there mercuryretrogradebook.com. So if you are Aries or Aries rising, and listen to your rising sign, way more important when you're listening to some, something like this. If you know your rising sign, it's in your love zone. So second chances and a bit of backtracking in your love zone. If you're Taurus or Taurus rising, it's in your sixth house. So that is your daily work and health, part of your daily work and health routines so time to rethink revamp renew revise re revisit your health routines if you're a gemini or gemini rising it's in your fifth house which is romance creativity and children so second chances but also a bit of confusion possible in those areas if you're cancerian or cancer rising moon child rising as i like to call it it's in your fourth house of home and family so rethink revise revisit and kind of confusion to do with home and family, can be with the people you live with, can be with actual family members. Leo or Leo rising, it's in your third house, so you're getting a bit of what's called a double whammy, which is um, that uh, it's taking place in your mind zone. So it can be a confusing time, but it's also a really good time to change your mind about something. If you're Virgo or Virgo rising, it's in your second house, cash, property and possessions, so second chances when it comes to cash, property and possessions. Um, Libra or liberalizing is in your first house. So for one thing, it's a really good time to overhaul your image, change the way people see you. Um, but it's also your whole entire life is up for renegotiation. So think about how you want to change your life. This is your chance to redo everything. If you're Scorpio or Scorpio rising, it's in your 12th house, which is very much about um, spirituality and also about fears. So it can be a time to sort of rethink your spirituality or an old fear can come back. Now is the time to deal with it. If you're Sag or Sagittarius rising, we had uh, we had Carla before on the line. It's in your 11th house, which is hopes and wishes and friends. So rethink, revise, revisit, re-edit, renew, but also confusion in those parts of your life. 
If you are Capricorn or Capricorn rising is in your 10th house, which is actually the part of your chart that's all about your career, your brilliant, brilliant career. So um, a really good time to rethink your career tra trajectory. Where do you want to go? But it can also mean more confusion at work. Um, but also second chances when it comes to work or if you're studying at study. If you're Aquarius or Aquarius rising, it's in your ninth house, which is mainly about study, travel and adventure. So a really good time to revisit somewhere you once went, to redo some study, just reread a book that changed your life. But can also be a time of, um, it can be an interesting time to travel. Like if you travel now, it might be a little bit chaotic. And finally, if you're Pisces or Pisces rising, it's in your eighth house of sex and money so second chances but also confusion potential when it comes to sex and money and that is all from my book the mercury retrograde book and like i said go to mercuryretrogradebook.com to get a whole lot of bonuses when you buy the book there's um i can't remember what there is now i did i wrote the book a few years ago but i think there's for one thing there's a little mini sort of explainer video about mercury retrograde if you're new to the whole concept and how to tell where it is in your chart every time um so you get that in the book but it's also like an added explain explainer video plus i'm pretty sure there's a chart to the goddess saraswati who's the goddess that we associate with um communication because she's the goddess of language and mercury is the planet of communication so it's a chant to um the goddess saraswati and i actually can't remember what the other bonus is but if you go to mercuryretrogradebook.com you will find it you can have it as a part of your uh as part of weighing saying thank you for uh having um having bought the book so and mercury's going to be retrograde for a few um few weeks all right so let's go to Catherine on line four <coughs> Catherine on line four because she wants to talk about the retrograde what's news Catherine hi Jasmine how are you feeling I'm feeling much better thank you much better I and, and I, I don't know if you heard the start <laughs> of the show saying um, I, I got a card yesterday that said it's time to take action and I think just the decision that I was going to start taking action really helped me because I think I was sort of in this sort of post-COVID, oh, I've got to be really careful, I've been really unwell. And getting that action card really kind of spurred me on a bit. So there you well, go. I heard that this Thanks morning on Facebook. So I'm just glad you're on the mend. That's, uh, that's pretty horrifying to think that you got it even after being vaccinated. So I'm glad you're back. I know. The chances are thirteen thousand to one. <laughs> I know, <laughs> lucky girl. But you know what? My son, my son got it, and you know he's fourteen, oh. and you know they all get it, and uh, yeah. he, thank God, sailed through with absolutely like zero symptoms. Apart from he had, he kind of was a bit hot one night. And we were like, oh, ha, ha, maybe we should test you for COVID, ha, ha. And, you know, we've been testing each other for COVID all summer because everybody around us had COVID and we didn't get it. And then uh, we had all the tests, the lateral flows. So we tested him. He's like, oh, my God, he's positive. So, you know, it was all a bit chaotic. But he was fine. My husband was, I would say, just really tired because um, he got it as well. All three of us had it. And I was just sick as a dog. But I also think it's because I'm not really in very good shape. So I'm sort of committing now to getting in better shape because I don't think being out of shape is a good thing when you've got COVID. So I'm getting in no, better shape for my health, not just for my vanity or appearance, which is less of a driver for me. 
So anyway, Miss Catherine, enough about me and COVID. I'm like one of those old okay. people who talks about their ailments. Um, <laughs> what would you like to know about today, Catherine? Well, I'll tell you, I, I'm not greatly surprised to find out there's Mercury retrograde because I've got your diary and I've been following that quite religiously the last couple of years. Um, I, but I don't understand what has been going on. I feel like I've been a space cadet the last few weeks. It's like I can't focus. Um, I don't know what could be planetary, but it just seems like everything has just been upside down. And I'm a Virgo rising, Aries with a Virgo rising. So I'm used to just being able to go, go, go and direct. I'm not used to this being a space cadet. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I'm kind of I'm kind of impressed that it's taken you this long to feel like a space cadet, actually. Because um, you've had <laughs> the space cadet planet Neptune going over all your um, planets for a very long time. So uh, it's just catching up with me. <laughs> it's kind of catching up with you. You know, the best thing you can do, Catherine, is to meditate because Neptune is the planet of meditation. And, uh, you know, the more meditation you do, the, the less space cadet issues you're going to have. But this is a long cycle you've been in, like for quite a few years. So, um, you know, yeah. Did you used to meditate and you stopped or what happened there? No, I'm a, I'm a dedicated meditator. Um, I, uh, I for, well, I've, I've been meditating now since 2016. I pretty much don't start my day without it. <clears throat> but, well, that's um, good. Well, Neptune's coming up to your Venus, which is obviously the planet of femininity. Um, so, you know, just keep meditating and also, in a way, I would say just, you know, just allow yourself to be a bit spacey. But maybe you're, maybe you're just, you know, like, you know, we all get a bit older and not quite as sharp as we used to be. <laughs> maybe there's something of that going on as well. <laughs> not being rude, but you know what I mean. Like, you know, they talk about senior moments. No, I understand. It's just that... Um... It, it's just very frustrating, but then it has been, it, I guess me, it's been like this for a while. It's just, I'm just getting tired of it is really what it comes down to. So. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, but at least you I know it this, is planetary. You're in this cycle. <laughs> the, this cycle will kind of most, well, it would kind of peak in May, but you've still got a bit more of it next year as well. So, um, you know, meditate, Try to give into it, surrender a lot to the divine. Um, but also, you know, like, I mean, if you find you're really foggy-headed, maybe it's something to do with your hormones or something. So, you know, go and see a doctor or a naturopath if it, if it persists because maybe there's something you can do about it. Maybe you're just getting brain fog or something, you know, exactly. plus Neptune on your Venus. You've had Neptune on your Mercury. Now you're going to have Neptune on your Venus. Would you like a card, Catherine? I would love a card. What would be the question? Just general life guidance or what is it you want to manifest? Because I'm going to um, use my manifestation cards and you really kind of need a, a manifestation goal. What would you like to manifest? Do you dare say it on air? I do. I would like to manifest a yoga healthcare center or a healing center. Oh, actually, you got a good card for that. you got the full moon in Sagittarius, 
which is see the bigger picture. Actually, your stars are really good for doing something like that. Really good. And you've actually got Chiron, the wounded healer, headed for your sun. And, I mean, to start a healing centre under those uh, that astrology would be very, very good. Hang on, let me just find you the card. Never seen the moment here myself. No, here we go. See the bigger picture. Okay. Have you been arguing with anyone? Uh, they don't know it, but yeah. <laughs> All right, because this is actually addressing that as well. When, when it comes to the argument with your friend or whoever it is, be the bigger person. Um, diffuse any upsets with humour. The world is your oyster when you draw this card, but you need to find a balance between where you are and where you want to be. So that applies more to the yoga. I mean, maybe you need to do some more research before you move closer to whatever it is that you want. So think about that, What you know, researching into what would actually take to open up your yoga centre. When you're manifesting, the journey of discovery can be as empowering as dreaming the big dream. So find a balance. Basically, you need to find a balance between dreaming the dream um, and, but also, um, you know, like the big picture, but also taking care of the details. Right. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Thank you. And uh, if you want to meditate and visualize your um, yoga center, add sandalwood to your diffuser before you do your meditation. Ooh, I can do that. And then, and then, and then do your manifest. Then do your, your um, meditations. Where where are you in the States, Catherine? Where is this yoga center going to be, just out of interest? It's probably going to be in Raleigh, North Carolina. Oh, very nice. Cool. All right. Well, let us know when it's, when it's open and uh, we'll come out and, um, you know, come and do some yoga. I'll send you an invite. I'll send you an invite. Okay. <laughs> I would love to. Love to. All right, guys, we are about to go off air. That is uh, the show done for the week. Um, thanks to everyone who called. I'm really sorry that I couldn't answer everyone's um, – I couldn't uh, take everyone's call. Uh, yep, that's it. I hear the music playing. I'll be back next Monday, same time, same place, more reading. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today.